Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. God's word, which forms the basis for our sermon, comes from Mark chapter 10, our gospel lesson. Let us open with prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. O Lord, sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. The name of Christ Jesus, dear fellow redeemed, people of God. In his great commission, Jesus commanded his church of all times to go and gather disciples from all nations by baptizing them in the name of the triune God and by teaching them everything he instructed them. Christian education of children is part of that great commission. And Jesus, as we see in today's lesson, cares about every soul, no matter how young or old, for that matter. In this lesson, we see our theme for us today, bring children to Jesus. I invite you, if you wish, to follow along. I read again verse 13. It says, some people began bringing little children to Jesus so that he would touch them, but the disciples rebuked them. Jesus loves little children. That is clear from Scripture. And the parallel account in Luke chapter 18 tells us that among these little children who were being brought to Jesus were babies, infants. And so you have parents, likely mothers, maybe grandparents too, bringing these little children to Jesus, even babies, so that he would put his hand on them and bless them. And with these people coming, the disciples thought, Jesus doesn't have time for these little kids. So the disciples rebuked them. They were preventing them. They were stopping them. They were saying, stop bringing these kids to Jesus. The disciples were following their human reason. They figured that these little kids and children didn't matter that much. Jesus, they thought, surely doesn't have time for them. But they were wrong as we read on. <laughs> When Jesus saw this, namely the disciples rebuking these people, bringing children to Jesus, he was indignant, which is a nice word for angry. He was filled with righteous anger. He was not happy with what the disciples were doing or saying at all here. It says, he said, let the little children come to me. Jesus did not want his disciples preventing people from bringing children to him. He wanted the children to come to him. He said, let the little children come to me. And he said next, do not hinder them because the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And since the kingdom of God belongs only to believers, we draw from this once again that little children can believe in Jesus. Babies and infants, by God's grace, can believe in Jesus. He said, they own, the believing children do. They own the kingdom of God. It belongs to them. They are possessors of God's kingdom by faith in Jesus. And Jesus loves them. As we sang and as we read, Jesus loves little children who believe in him. And he wanted those parents and others to bring the children to him so that he could bless them and teach them. 
He said, do not hinder them. To this very day, Jesus wants people to bring children to him. He is the savior of all, including the smallest child. Bring children to Jesus. But back then it meant carrying them to Jesus and saying, here, Jesus. How do we do it today? How do we bring children to Jesus today? Well, let's begin where children begin, at conception. Even before they are born, the Lord loves little babies who are real human beings. And parents and grandparents and others can pray for those unborn babies who haven't yet been able to be baptized. We can pray for them, and there's something else. It is very important that pregnant moms come to church to receive the blessing of the Lord. At the end of the service, the pastor says words like this, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. Are those words only for adults? Are those only for born children? I tell you, no. That blessing is also for the little unborn babies. And that's why it is important for moms who haven't yet given birth to children to bring their unborn babies to receive that blessing as well as prayers and to be surrounded by God's word and worship. And the Lord can work faith in little children. Now, as soon as they're born, it is important that children be baptized without delay because we want them to have all the blessings that God gives through holy baptism without delay. And what are those blessings? As we teach the children in catechism class, as we teach from God's word, God washes away sins in baptism. He gives the gift of the Holy Spirit and faith in baptism. He adopts them as his own children, as members of God's family. Through holy baptism, God brings children to faith in Jesus. What a precious blessing that is. And we don't want to put that off for a long time. We want them to have that as soon as possible. But then after they're baptized... As soon as they're able to receive it, we want to feed and nurture the faith of these little children with the Word of God. And that starts in the home. Again, whether parents or grandparents, to tell them about Jesus. Tell them He's the Savior. To read Bible stories to them. To teach them to pray. To teach them to sing. Even the simplest, clearest songs about the Savior and then when they're old enough, to bring them to Sunday school. Our church is blessed to have a Sunday school. And our Sunday school has teachers who prepare to share Jesus with children every week. And that's one way parents can bring children to Jesus too. Because in Sunday school, the teachers have this mission of sharing God's word with children and bringing them to Jesus there. And if you're able, we have a blessing that many churches do not have. We have a Christian day school. Every school day, our children hear God's word. Every school day, they're pointed to Jesus as the Savior. Every school day, their faith is fed, and all the subjects are taught in the light of God's word. 
What a blessing it is. And yet, I'm going to come all the way back to the start. Ultimately, God has given the top responsibility for children learning his word and learning of Jesus to their parents. Parents have the primary responsibility of seeing to it that their children are brought up, as the Bible says, in the training and instruction of the Lord. And so parents, even on those days when children can't be in Sunday school and maybe they can't be in Christian day school, see to it that you tell them about Jesus. Read them Bible stories. Read them devotions. Tell them to pray. Show them how. Teach them to sing our Savior's praises. And in these ways, you bring children to Jesus and bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And some of you might be thinking, yeah, but my kids are grown and, or I never had kids or something like that. And you know what? For the rest of us and everybody else, do you know children learn from our example? Whether for good or for worse, they learn from our example. If you say the wrong word, they'll repeat it back and you'll regret it. If you say the right things, they'll repeat it and you'll be glad. Children learn from our example whether or not we regard it. Hearing and learning God's word is important. A parent might be well-intended in saying, there, go to Sunday school while I go do something else. And what that child thinks is, God's word isn't important when you grow up. It doesn't matter. Parents who hardly ever bring their children to worship are basically telling their kids by their example, this isn't important to us. Something else is more important. You see, your example teaches them whether for good or for ill, whether for better or worse. Your example each day, each week is saying something to your kids. Whether or not you regard God's word as important, whether or not your faith is a big deal or not, whether or not Jesus is the center of your life and thinking. And yet there's one way in which we can all, no matter how old, Learn from the example of children. There could be more than one, but there's this one. Because Jesus said in verse 15, Amen, I tell you, I tell you for sure this, whoever will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And here's where we learn that not only can little children believe, but in fact they are the model believers. And this might be a little bit humbling for those of us who are adults. We think we have it all figured out. And the truth is that we also have this advanced human reason that gets in the way. Whereas little children, if you tell them Jesus rose and he ascended into heaven, they'll just say, yep, he did. They just believe it. 100%. They just believe what God's word says. They don't try to figure it all out. And that's better. To just trust. To just say, the Lord said it, and that's enough for me. That's what children can do thanks to God and his grace. And in so doing, childlike faith is model faith. It's exemplary faith, and we adults would do well to follow that example and just say, I don't understand everything, but I trust that my Lord does. I don't understand all of this, but I trust that what God says is always true. And it says next, and he, this is Jesus, took the little children in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. 
Now, artists have depicted this, but picture it in your own mind. Imagine this scene. Here's Jesus and these children who were brought to him, and he got the disciples to stop stopping them. And he takes them in his arms, and one by one, bless you, child. Would you like Jesus to do this for your children and grandchildren? He does, still today. Oh, you can't see him. I wish we could see Jesus standing here doing this. But he promised, didn't he, to be with us always? Didn't he say wherever two or three are gathered in his name as we are, there he is in the midst of them? We got more than two or three. He's here today. And he's here to bless children, even the smallest child. Wouldn't you want to bring your children every week to receive that blessing in worship And in Sunday school, wouldn't you want that blessing too? Now, I'm going to invite you to think back. And to some of us, this is a long time. Think back to your childhood. And don't just picture yourself as always being the innocent, obedient child, okay? Let's be honest here. God's here, and he knows. Remember those times you didn't always obey mom or dad? Remember those times you weren't always the perfect student in school? Remember those times you didn't always obey? We've sinned, right? Whether children or adults, we're all sinners. We were conceived and born in sin, and we've committed sins. And then those of us who had the blessing to be parents, we weren't perfect parents, and we aren't, right? We've made mistakes. And those of us who maybe haven't taught Sunday school or Christian day school, have we prayed for them as they do so? Have we prayed enough? Have we encouraged them? And have we encouraged them enough to bring children to Jesus? Have we brought generous enough offerings to support the Christian education that we keep doing as a congregation, as a school, as a church body? You see, there's so many ways that we all fall short, whether children or adults, we're all sinners. And that's when we be glad for the gospel that we have to share with children and adults. And the gospel is that God so loved the world, everybody, from the smallest baby to the oldest person. God loved us all so much that he gave his only begotten son to live for us the perfect life we haven't lived. And to carry every sin and every shortcoming we've ever committed all the way to the cross and nail it there to stay forever. He died on the cross and took our sins away He rose from the dead, and that means he won forgiveness for all of us. I announce to you, if I made you feel guilty, that's the law's job. I announce to you, now take comfort. Jesus died for you, and you are forgiven of all of your sins. Don't you want to hear that each week? You're forgiven. Jesus saved you. And through that message, God works faith. And whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And by that faith, we want to thank our Savior. And one way to thank him is by doing what he said. To gather disciples, by baptizing and by teaching. And yes, today, to bring children to Jesus. Let us strive all the more to work together in this area of Christian education to bring children to Jesus. Amen.